Hi, welcome to Dear Aunt Susan Advice on Being Human. I'm your host, Aunt Susan Fatang from The Quiet Zone Coaching, and I teach people the essential life skills and coping skills that they need when life stinks and it's hard and it's overwhelming. So if your life is difficult and you're having trouble, especially in a post-pandemic world, um, please reach out, www.thequietzonecoaching.com. I will be help, happy to help you learn the tools that you need to get through. I mean, we all have to help each other, right? So if you've listened to me before, you'll know that I'm always talking about the combination of mindfulness, gratitude, and positivity to get through stress and difficult times. Those are some of your biggest, most important tools to getting through the BS in life, okay? We all have it. It's how we deal with it that matters. There's always going to be crap out there that we have to deal with, okay? But what do we do with grief, all right? Tell you a story. We have a 17-year-old cat. His name is Harry. And a few months ago, Harry started to cough. Suddenly, Harry's cough started to turn into a wheeze and he started losing weight. And we began to wonder, is it just a cold? Is it something else? Um, we, If we were afraid, if we took him to the vet, the vet would say, oh, sorry, there's nothing we can do and want to put him to sleep. Either that or put him through a whole battery of uncomfortable tests uh, to diagnose something that maybe couldn't be treated and torture the cat even more. So we didn't know what to do. We finally took him to the vet and she still isn't sure what's wrong with him. Um, at this point now, he's just getting painkillers as a palliative measure until he passes. And we're trying to keep him as comfortable as we can. My husband has a super special relationship with Harry. When this cat passes, my husband is going to be devastated. Those two have been through so much together um, over the course of the last 17 years. So how in the world are we going to apply gratitude and positivity to such a spectacular loss? It's almost inconceivable, isn't it? So I started doing some research into this subject, and I came across a really interesting program that's called Grief Recovery. Their perspective on dealing with grief is very similar to mine. Um, and they offer some exercises like the ones that I offer my clients, but they're even more comprehensive. And they their definition of grief, I thought, was really interesting, and I wanted to share it with you. They define grief as conflicting feelings caused by the end of or a change in a familiar pattern of behavior. So grief is the emotional response involving these conflicting feelings that we have when there's a change in our life. Interesting. So obviously, as you probably already know, we can uh, grieve the loss of people. We can grieve pets. We can grieve jobs. Uh, when we get married, we can grieve the loss of our independence. Uh, the same thing when we have children, we can um, grieve that freedom that we are no longer going to have uh, for a long, long time. If you have kids, you know what I'm talking about. And that list goes on and on and on. There's lots of things, major changes that cause an emotional response in us. And we can grieve the loss of, of our lives before that. 
So often there are a lot of unresolved emotions that surround our loss. Just as an example, I have a friend who um, who lost her service dog. Okay, another pet um, after 15 years of faithful service, and she had this this dog for a long time. Um, and again, a very special, close relationship, unique. She harbors a year later. She harbors anger that the dog left her, and she doesn't quite understand that it's anger that she's experiencing. Um, you know, she's very sad. Of course, she's sad and upset, uh, but she's angry because the dog left her. How could you leave me? And even though they, they may not be conscious feelings, they're subconscious feelings and they affect us very strongly. So a great exercise that the grief recovery people recommend is to create a timeline of your experience with the someone or something that you've lost. So when did you first come into contact or experience? Uh, what was the relationship like? What were some of the events that were ups and downs? What stands out in your memory as being particularly important or um, also particularly evocative when it comes uh, to emotions? Next, write a letter. So this is something I have advocated for a long time. There are always things that we have to say to people or situations that are from our past. And we don't always realize that a lot of times there's a lot of unspoken junk that's kicking around in the basement of our minds. So in that letter, you thank the person or the situation for the positives that they brought to your life because you've made this timeline and now you know what they are. And you also tell them how angry and upset, sad, or fearful that other parts of that relationship were to you and how they affected you. And make sure at the end of the letter to say goodbye for the last time so that you can kind of let that go, release it, okay? They call it, a grief recovery calls it completing uh, the relationship. And that makes a lot of sense. I call it bracketing because what happens is if you look at, your life. Um, there are these milestones in your life. And there are periods of time, like here's a bracket of time where I lived here. And here's a bracket of time where I worked at this job. Okay. But what happens is those negatives from the relationship or from the situation can follow us forward and color our perspective when it comes to future relationships or future events. So what I like to do is put a permeable bracket around that time so that you can say, okay, well, this is the time that, you know, I had my, my mom in my life. Okay. And that bracket at the end is permeable. So it permeable, meaning that the emotion, the good stuff can filter through. It's kind of like a, um, a filter. So what happens is, is the negative junk has been dealt with and resolved. And I have said, okay, here's, here's what I was pissed off at you about. And here's what I'm sorry that I didn't do for you that I should have done for you. But I'm going to take the love and the good things that you gave me during the course of our lives together. And I'm going to let that follow me. And I'm going to reminisce about that and remember that with fondness. Um, and that is um, what, what I advocate to my clients is to reminisce now about that person events or situation by focusing on what was positive. If you have already said what you have to say, um, apologized for things that maybe you have done that you felt bad about, 
um, and also accepted uh, um, apologies for what that person may have done to you that maybe they didn't mean, or maybe they did mean, but you know what, it's in the past and there's nothing that we can do to go back and fix that. So if we can, and I don't like the word closure because that person or that experience is always going to be with you on some level. But what you want is you want the good bits to follow you. You want the positives to follow you. Um, Even in the most horrible relationship, there are positives. And it might only be lessons that you've learned. And you can say things to yourself like, well, now I know not to do that again. Um, Or even if you just remember a bad time of your life by saying, wow, you know what? At least I was strong enough to get through it. There is something positive. You came out the other side, but there is always something that you can find in any negative situation or any grief situation or in any loss that is a lesson learned or a positive you can take from it. Be grateful for that experience. Be grateful for that lesson. Be grateful for the time that you had even if it was bad, so that you learned something and you became a better person because of it. Apply positivity and gratitude, not just to grief, but with to any negative experience. It just takes practice. It might feel strange at first, but as you practice, it will become familiar and it'll become a habit. And that's how you learn how to live a life of positivity and gratitude by practicing and making it a habit. I really hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast today. It was so nice to have you here. And if you would like to discover more about what you already know that you didn't know that you already know, I want you to go to www.thequietzonecoaching.com. Get yourself the Yes, It Really Is Free session. I offer a free session to newcomers so that we can talk about what's going on in your life and how you can move forward. Um, You know, maybe I can give you some really constructive advice to dealing with grief, to dealing with loss, to dealing with trauma. So I look forward to seeing you then. And until next week, namaste, have a wonderful, awesome, amazing week.